Dear Ty, I am more than aware of all the suffering that surrounds death. My question to you is, are we forced to see our friends and our loved ones as impersonal parts that are going to be reborn or that will manifest in other ways? Or are we able to take comfort in the idea that our notion of them or their energy itself will live on? Are they parts and are we attaching to the notion of them too much? Or is there a part of them as we know them that will live on? We have not, uh, Jan, we have not been able to see uh, ourselves clearly and deeply. We are not able to see the other person deeply and clearly. We are very much on the surface of things, very artificial, very uh, shallow. We don't know who we really are. We don't know who they really are. And that is why our notion of birth and death, their present and non-present, are also very shallow. So the practice of Buddhist meditation is to, to get deeper in your perception of what is there. You know yourself deeply, and because you know yourself deeply, you begin to know the people around. When you look at the uh, orange tree standing there, you see that the orange tree is fabricating beautiful orange leaves, orange blossoms, and oranges. And that is what uh, an orange tree can offer to us, to the world. Beautiful leaves, beautiful blossoms, beautiful oranges. A human being is like that too. In her daily life, she produces uh, thoughts, speech and action. And our thought may be beautiful, compassionate, loving. Our speech may be also compassionate, inspiring, full of love and understanding. And our action may be also compassionate, protecting, healing, supporting. So uh, looking deeply in the present moment, you can see that we are producing thoughts, speech, and action. And we can we know the value of these uh, thoughts, speech, and action. In the Buddhist uh, tradition, our uh, thought our speech and our action are our true continuation. And uh, once we have produced a thought, it will be there for a long time. Once we have said something, what we say will be there for a long time. It will have an effect very long in the future. When we take an action, our action will be there. For a long time. 
Suppose uh, you produce a thought of uh, compassion and forgiveness. Right away, that thought of compassion and uh, loving kindness has an effect of healing on your body, on your mind, right away. And has an effect of healing on the world right away. And it will continue to have a good effects in the future. So it's very important to be able to produce a thought of compassion, non-discrimination, forgiveness, and so on. And you know that if you practice well, it's not difficult to produce such a thought. And that is your continuation. Even if your body is destroyed, you continue with your thought, your speech, and your action. Yes, many people who believe that after the disintegration of this body, there is nothing left. And some of our scientists believe like that too. But our thought, our speech, and our action are the kind of energies that we um, produce. And they will continue as for a long time. And we cannot show a beautiful continuation by producing good thoughts, good uh, speech, and good action. You cannot destroy a human being. You cannot reduce him or her to non-being. It's like uh, the other day we said, uh, a cloud can never die. A cloud can only be transformed into um, rain or snow. So a human being is like that also. You have to look deeply and to see him or her beyond this body, beyond this feeling. It's impossible for a cloud to die. It is impossible for a human being to become nothing. So looking deeply like that into our true nature, looking deeply like that into the nature of other people around you, you have the kind of insight that can liberate you from sorrow, fear, anger, and so on, and uh, non-fear is the greatest gift uh, given to us by the practice of looking deeply. Uh, the other day we spoke about uh, a wave coming up and going down. As far as a wave is concerned, there is a beginning, an end, and going up and going down. But uh, the wave is at the same time water. And uh, if the wave practices some uh, meditation, she will realize that she is water. And when she knows that she is water, uh, she will be smiling while going down. She knows she will be not be passing from being into non-being. And when you have uh, that kind of insight, that kind of uh, non-fear, uh, you can inspire so many people. You can help so many people. You are a truly, you are truly a bodhisattva. And. Uh, we are not victims of birth and death anymore. And you can ride on the waves of birth and death smiling. Uh, when we come to uh, a retreat, a temple, we can learn things that 
can learn practices that can help us relieve some suffering. But the greatest relief we can get from the practice is from the insight that gives us non-fear, the insight of no birth and no death. Unfortunately, unfortunately, most of us are too busy making money, and we have, don't have time to do that. It's a very wonderful. Uh, you don't have to become a monk. You don't have to spend a lot of time in meditation. No. You can live your daily life, but you can live mindfully, deeply, and touching a cloud, touching a pebble, touching a flower, touching a tree. You can deeply. You can touch the nature of no birth and no death, and that is um, uh, what the Buddha has achieved. That is what many generations of practitioners have achieved. They got freedom, freedom from fear, freedom from discrimination and anger. And they have enough happiness to share with other people. Thank you. Shall we read a question from the floor?